I know. So with this alignment, we're doing this on the full moon in Aquarius. And then I'm setting this intention that this alignment will, will hold for our highest intentions until the new moon in Leo, when the sun and the moon are both in Leo, um, because the new moon in Leo will hold us then for, um, the next full moon, which is technically a blue moon. So, you know, there's two different kinds of blue moons. There's the blue moon where there's two in a calendar month. Um, and then there's also a different blue moon where there's four full moons. Normally there's only three full moons per season, astrological season, when there are four, uh, full moons in one astrological season, the third of the fourth is a blue moon. Does that make sense? Good. So this is a, this is like, this one's a normal one. Then we have the new moon in Leo and then the full moon in August will be another full moon in Aquarius. So normally it's not like that. Right. So for every, um, sun in cancer, right. The new moon is in the same sign as where the sun is. And then the full moon is its opposite. So cancer Aquarius, or I'm sorry, um, we're in sun and Leo right now. So our full moon is in Aquarius. The sun will still be in Leo. The next one. Does that make sense? Yes. So I'm saying that to say, <laughs> if you look at the arc, right, the new moon in cancer was really deep and really watery and the moon's beginnings, the new moon in Leo is the sun's beginnings, right? The luminaries. So this is the time when the sun returns to its house because the sun rules Leo. So when we're working with our new moon intentions of Leo, it's going to be all about that vitality, that Leo energy. I'm breathing deep because I know so many Leos and they're so exhausting, right? Like that whole like center stage, get it going like out there. It's going to be all of that. And this season, because we have it's sandwiched between two full moons in Aquarius, it could just be like so much sudden change and sudden momentum and sudden movement. And again, she who shall not be named is not on the call. So I can't have any personal experience, but that almost like Aquarius can get exhausted by this high vitality, right? Because it's like plugging a high wattage lamp into an outlet. And it's just so like, it just takes that energy and flows with it. So Aquarius on both sides might be kind of intense. So that's where this could get trippy. I'm going to pause there. Welcome to a box. This is the full moon in Aquarius alignment for July 23rd, 2001. And we are really working with our Leo energy throughout this full moon as well. The sun is in Leo. The sun is finally home and we are having a full moon in Aquarius, which brings us a lot of exceptional ideas um, Aquarius is our fixed air sign ruled by Uranus and, um, is a really great time for establishing goals based around really stimulating ideas. And you may find that mad genius quality coming up all around this full moon. You may have sudden breaks in, um, resistance suddenly, like everything's moving forward. Suddenly maybe communities are coming together. Um, and so as we work with the luminaries, we are going to work with 
that sun in Leo and the moon in Aquarius as a unit, because we will then have another full moon in Aquarius after the new moon in Leo. So we're letting ourselves have big ideas. One thing that I really do, I always talk about Aquarians as if they are aliens. It's kind of a funny cliche. They're very out there in their thinking. And so when you think of that alien, high level, high frequency, star seed type energy, you want to think about using DDR prime internally with lemon, with lots of like tan or lemon and tangerine in your water. You want to do your best to cut toxins when the moon is full like this in Aquarius. It's very supportive of cutting free anything that no longer serves you and welcoming in all the things that make you feel more expansive in your crown chakra. And so this alignment, we're going to focus a lot on our crown. We're going to do a clear of the body first. So, um, prepare for that. If you have blue tansy with you or immortel, those would be really good to have for the crown, but I will be using them. So you don't necessarily need them yourself. All right. We're going to start with our toes and we really want to feel every part of your body. The physical connection during this moon phase is going to be very important. We are out in the world underneath all of this intense sun. We're in the middle of summer. We're getting ready. We're a week away from the first harvest festival that's been celebrated by ancestors all over the world, as long as agriculture was a thing. And so we're at that you know, turning point where we're really going to be starting to look inward. When we set new moon intentions next, we'll be in the middle of Leo and we'll be turning towards Virgo at that point and turning towards fall. So we want to understand where we are in the cycles because we're at the height of all production and whether that's emotional, emotional, physical, energetic, whether you're looking at the agricultural uh, cycles around you, everything's in full production. And that's where we want to bring our awareness during the full moon. What is working for you right now? That is what you need to manifest more of. What is not working for you is what we're going to cut free. So really feel where your feet are so that you can really start to get your center about you and start to feel your personal universe organize around you to give you more signs as we move up through your body. Start to feel into your cells in your toes as they grip the floor. Try to have your feet firmly planted. Allow that awareness to come through your ankles and knees. Feeling some weakness of knees, I'm going to go ahead and put some birch on the back of both of my knees for everyone to get some solid support energy. And we're clearing energies of early childhood. Freedom of movement. And if your knees are feeling stiff, you may also want to put birch on the back. Moving up into the hips, the hips also feel very stiff. I'm going to use cypress here, that motion and flow. And I'm also going to use balance to ground the energy and bring harmony. And remember that when you're thinking about bringing and inviting harmony into your life, 
harmony doesn't always mean bringing in good. Sometimes it's bringing in destruction of something that is not serving you. And that is also harmonious. So what looks difficult or feels difficult in a moment can be the thing that you need. And then I'm coming into the root chakra and feeling a lot of stagnation, um, a ton of heaviness actually in the root chakra. So if you are feeling heaviness, take a deep breath and then lemongrass to the root. I'm also going to put tea tree and lemon. And we're going to work on, we're going to take through a net because there's actually a lot of heaviness for the group at large. So and anyone listening to the recording as well, this is for you. As we move through the route, we're going to stand in our, our positions. If you're sitting, laying, however you are, you want to feel your body where it is. And then you want to visualize this root chakra. And if yours is red and vibrant and glowing and can grow a little bit, let's expand a little bit. And if yours feels heavy or like it has sludge in it, or it's not very vibrant red, I want you to bring your awareness to it and see if you can feel with your hands, put both hands on your lower abdomen and ask to feel the energy that's clogging up your root chakra. It feels like it will come through really quickly and then visualize the palms of your hands as magnets and then pull them forward. Move your hands in front of your body and visualize whatever was stuck in the root chakra still on your hands, bring it out in front of you and then offer it up to something that is there to take it away. Whether it's an angel, an ancestor, a spirit guide, you can visualize a fire in front of you, toss it into the fire. We're really wanting it up and away from us. And if you want to take note of what was there, so you can process it later. And if you feel like there's more, you can go back for more and then toss it away from you. Take a cycle of three cleansing breaths in this space. And I'm going to work to cut a little bit more. We've got the hooks, cords, and strings in the root. Sometimes foundations can feel shaky when you're moving and getting ready to grow, especially going into Leo season. So we're wanting to And then moving up into the sacral chakra, there's a little bit of stagnation here as well. I'm going to use lemon, uh, lemongrass, aroma touch, and spearmint. And here there's a resistance to starting something new. And this might be a holdover from the global pandemic and the weirdness of the last year or two, but it feels like maybe it's not time yet, not wanting to start and then have to stop again. It's this un uncertainty, um, which could almost cause you to believe that failure is imminent and bad, right? And failure is always fail forward. It's a good thing. But we want to clear all fear of failure from our sacral chakra so that we can start to see our dreams clearly. I'm actually going to use blue lotus, which I know um, not everyone's going to have, and rose and tangerine for that creativity and the higher frequencies. Get that energy of that chakra up. If you're feeling especially sluggish yourself, you could use Melissa or elevation. 
And then we're gonna come into the solar plexus. I'm using Purify and Tea Tree. Boundaries are good. Boundaries feel really firm. There's a little bit of a hooks, cords, and strings from um, lineage. I think that if you are especially feeling it and aware of your living relatives causing you boundary issues, you want to use Pettigrain and Douglas fir. If you feel as though it is your um, deceased ancestors that are, you know, kind of um, coming to mind whenever you think of the resistance in front of you, like, oh, my grandpa didn't like this, or my grandma said this, and it feels like resistance, you really want to use um, pedigree and black pepper will help with that. So the Douglas fir is for the living um, influences, and the black pepper is for those that have passed. And if it's both, definitely use both. And then take another cycle of three cleansing breaths and really feel as if you're feeling everything here. Really take a moment to assess where am I making boundary, um, making different boundaries for different people, or am I showing up differently in different spaces? Is my family limiting me? Is my memories um, of my deceased family limiting me? Where might that feel like it's coming up in your life? And also taking a look at where those are stories that exist only within you that you're still carrying about something that was said to you as a child with our Chiron retrograde current, um, currently in the milieu, right? It is causing us to reevaluate a lot of these childhood wounds. And so let that come up while we have the full moon illumination in Aquarius. We want a different way forward and maybe we don't know how, maybe we don't know how to clear the childhood traumas that are coming up or the resistance from our family that is coming up. Maybe we just don't see a way forward. I'll let that Aquarius energy be the mad genius for us and clear those boundaries and do a firm reset so that maybe you're open to it. I'm willing to let this go. I just don't know how is a good mantra when you come up against that kind of resistance. And then clove is always really good for everybody, every season. Breathe into that one. As we come into the heart chakra, the heart chakra needs to stay strong. The heart chakra is our bridge from our lower chakras to our upper chakras. We need it to be open and loving and permeable so that we can love others and also receive love. I'm using rosemary and steady on the heart chakra. Rosemary is really great for transitions and Aquarius is sure to bring us transitions. Steady has in it amaris, coriander, balsam fir, and magnolia. So it's really good for opening energies. It's grounding, it's opening. Take a breath here. And if you feel constricted, ask to see what material your heart wall is made out of. Take your first two assessments. Ask for those hooks, cord, and strings to be cut. We're clearing a lot. Um, Within the group, there's a few people with a lot of hooks, cords, and strings. So we're going to take a minute here to cut those and ask that those be removed so we can feel ourselves more clearly. Conditional love is coming up. You're worthy of love wherever you are. You don't need to change anything to be more loved. If that is a 
feeling that you identify with, use copaiba on the heart as well. Coming up through the throat. We're gonna, we're gonna first cut, <laughs> we're gonna cut. We're also going to do a lock exercise here together as a group. So close, close your eyes, visualize your throat chakra, visualize the energy center, blue and vibrant. Take note of the shade. Take note of the size that you might see. And then ask the energetic body to show you if you have any locks on your throat chakra. Sometimes you'll see it and it's a combination lock. Sometimes it's a lock that has a key. Ask yourself why the lock was there and who put it there and take the first thing that comes to your mind. Ask for the combination, ask for the key. Take note of whatever comes up and then visualize yourself removing the lock and tossing it into a fire. If it's easier for you to visualize it, handing off to somebody, you can do that as well. There were quite a few locks. Okay, we're coming up into the third eye. I'm going to use spikenard and eucalyptus. We really want to open up into the divinity of the third eye. We want to be able to see clearly. Visualize your third eye on your forehead. Take note of the color, how big it is, what you see through that third eye. And if it's nothing at all, that's okay. Don't let that distract you. Just calm into that center. If you only can feel an energy, feel the energy on the third eye. I like to visualize it a deep purple. If it feels cloudy or veiled, you can ask to clear it. I will wave my hands in front of it and clear the air in front of the third eye. And you really want to get to the point where you can feel something in the middle of your forehead. Come into awareness of that spot. You can put your hands in prayer pose and move your thumbs up in front of the third eye. This is important as we're getting ready to open the crown because this is where we're going to open up to that full moon in Aquarius. So when you feel as if your third eye is open, you want to visualize that crown chakra opening up and unfurling like a flower. Take note of the type of flower, how big it is. Feel that universal energy come down into the crown, down your spine, connect with your root chakra, move together. And then just like we're being beamed up, you want to allow your spirit body to float up into the universal energy, into that beaming gold light. Go as high up as you're comfortable. If you don't want to leave your body too much, you can keep your feet attached or you can float all the way up. Our full Aquariuses will go as far as they can float up into that golden light and see how you feel in the pure golden light of the universe in pure creation energy. Do you feel angels? Any messages? Float in this space for as long as you can. 
before returning to your body. If you feel the need to drop off the call, you can do that after you are ready.